Hello. Welcome to another Win Daily Sports show. My name is Michael Brazil. I got my man Sticks. Pick six here with me. And as you heard on the last show, we were on to week seven. It is now week seven. And week seven is actually pretty much over. The main slate's pretty much over. That's the important part. And we are here to break it down a little bit. We're going to be going over game by game, what we liked, what we were right on, where are we taking our laps, which laps are we taking. And then we're going to do a little uh, lineup breakdown. So uh, moving forward, please send us your lineups Monday in Discord. WindailySports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in that Discord. You can ask Nick and Brian and Adam and Ghost and Rocker and Jason all the questions that you want. We're going to be here. We're going to break some of them down. What we liked, what we don't like. We're here to help you get better. We're not here to give you lines. Where the hell is the fun in that? We're here to help you get better at DFS so you can make money with our help, but also on your own. And then we all can be friends about it. And we all can win a lot of money. And that's what we're here to do. So it is going to be a lot of fun. Jason actually might have just hit another 15K. So that's not that bad. Sticks last week. Jason the first week. See you pretty much every other week. Jason this week. It's not bad. It's not bad. But we are here. Sticks, how you doing today, buddy? Uh, Been better, been worse. Um. Now we'll leave it at that. All right. Short and sweet. <laughs> Kurt, to the point. I appreciate you. And I think we're going to find out why. Um, I don't know. Was there one of those Cowboy Browns games from a couple weeks ago that we're going to lament on? I don't know. I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. I guess we're going to find mm-hmm. out. Let's just go game by game. This was not on the main slate, but man, I do have to bring it up. It is the Thursday night game. In all honesty, may have been one of the worst played football games that I've ever watched in my entire life. Uh, both the Giants and Eagles, their offenses looked incompetent. Their defenses looked incompetent. Anytime they did something right, they did then immediately followed it up with doing something wrong. Sticks, are the Giants really the second worst team in the league here? And is there a real chance that I might be calling Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields my new favorite player soon? No, I don't think so. Um, it'd be cool if that's the situation. I guess it can't get any worse. I mean, we but... all saw that run, right? Like, that was what, awesome. what the hell was uh, I was crying. Way, I was giant, actually crying from laughter when I saw that. It was it was insane. <laughs> he had a lot of momentum going forward. Uh, I've never ran that fast, so I don't know what it's like. I think I probably clocked out at like 22 miles an hour, not 22 and a half like Danny Jones. So mm, yeah, I don't know what it's like to get that extra half mile. The hook, man. The hook always gets you. <laughs> That's right. The hook. The hook always gets us. That was just ridiculous, though. I mean, this Eagles team is terrible. Uh, maybe they have some weapons coming back. Their offensive lines are both bad. I don't really think there's much to talk about. The Giants covered, and I think your model said the sure. Giants were going to cover. So Sure did, yeah, it did. Yeah, I think like. I had the Giants as a two-point dog, so I had a big wager on the Giants mm-hmm. plus four and a half, so that is good. I gave it all back to DraftKings on Sunday, but we can get into that. But, but that's, I mean, at least they gave it to you. On first, the sport, no, right. sports book, I did beat them. I beat them up this yep. week there. But Half, Happy to hear that. Yeah, the Giants had an 11-point lead with about six and a half minutes left. Uh, cough that all up. Daniel Jones ended the game with a fumble. As just poetically as possible, that game could have ended. So that was a lot of fun. Moving on, don't need to talk about the Giants anymore or the Eagles. Uh, one of those teams probably going to win the East, though, somehow, some way. Or maybe we're going to be seeing Kyle Allen in the playoffs that might be fun too let's move on to the sunday main slate the first game i have here the lions the falcons matty ice throws for 338 a touchdown matt stafford finally had a good yard game uh one touchdown uh, uh through the air as well deandre swift caught a couple balls he had a rushing touchdown adrian peterson is still out carrying him todd Gurley scores that touchdown uh, i saw the awesome quote from when he went down a couple couple years ago 
when he was with the Rams saying, man, I don't care about Vegas. I don't care about my numbers. I just want the team to win. And, um, well, he went into the end zone and his team lost. Uh, what did you like? What didn't you like from this Lions Falcons game? I am done with Matt Patricia. I had so much invested oh. in Detroit, Atlanta, back and forth. Um, I'm done stacking him. I, I like him as a. I still believe in him as a coach. I, really? I do. I do. I re, yeah, what has I really he do. done he, to make you believe in him as a coach? Who has he had to build around? I don't know. Matt Stafford, Kenny Galladay. And bad I mean, news bears is just a movie, but you can't just coach a shit team into winning. <laughs> Um, you know what I'm saying? So I, I do believe in him. He hasn't, he said it too. He's like, when I took this job, it was a project. You don't just flip it around overnight. I don't think so. Actually, I think the lions had like 10 years, 10 wins. Didn't they? When the first year when the NFC North was awful. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers was hurt. That doesn't count. No, no, no. Didn't the lions like when he took over, weren't the lions like nine and seven or like, yeah, their last coach was awesome. What was her, uh, Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell was pretty So they solid. fired that guy. They get Matt Patricia, and he hasn't had like above a six-win season yet. I mean, it's not like he, ha- he took over that big of a project. I know we're not here to argue that, but man, I think Matt Patricia sucks. So maybe that's another uh, that's another podcast. But anyway, you're done stacking the lines. Why is that? Yes, because they just run the ball way too much. I was scared about that going into it, but I figured he would have just passed all over Detroit. They actually had a, or, uh, Atlanta. They actually had a pretty solid coverage scheme on Kenny Galladay. Because most of his catches were like insanely contested. I had so much Kenny Galladay. He went for over 100 yards, got the three-point bonus and everything. But it was a slate where you needed 35 out of your wide receivers to compete. I thought Galladay was one of the top guys on the board. He had a really good game, and it just it wasn't enough. So it didn't. But they also didn't pass enough. So that was, mm-hmm. that was one of the issues I had. They did towards the end, but they just continued to run the hell out of the ball. And I guess it was the right idea because they ended up winning the game. But I don't know. I, I'm going to just stick to teams that play more up pace and Detroit is not one of them. So the Detroit. line stacks are dead to me. Detroit is not one of them. Todd Gurley, as I said, 23 carries, 63 yards. Jesus Christ. RIP Todd Gurley. Two touchdowns though. Um, and I think he has a touchdown uh, bonus in his contract. So that last one that he ran in, Hey, the team's done. Who the hell cares? Right. Uh, Julio eight for 97 Ridley five for 69. Hayden Hurst came back to life. That was nice. Six for 86. Uh, Hawkinson caught a touchdown five for 59 Matt Ryan had a lost fumble pretty unfortunate but nah, not too much from that game I think it was just funnier when he dove into the end zone accidentally Todd Gurley you're so funny let's move on the battle of Ohio this year it is going to the Browns they're two and oh against the Bengals but the Bengals covered both spreads just want to make sure that that is very very apparent uh, very unfortunate news from this game one of my old favorite players, Odell Beckham Jr., tore his ACL. He's going to be done for the year. Honestly, I really wouldn't even be surprised if he's not a Brown again moving forward. I don't know exactly how that contract works. I don't remember all the incentives and everything, but wouldn't be surprised if he's not on the team again next year. Kareem Hunt, an animal, 18 carries, 76 yards, three catches, 26, and a touchdown, so over 100 total yards. Got that touchdown, got three catches. Baker Mayfield, I don't know if you saw, but there was all these memes, all this shit going out in the first quarter. He was 0 for 5 with an interception. And then finishes, what, 22 of 23, if I'm not mistaken. And the one incompletion was a spike. The dude then just went off, had five touchdowns. All of them to those tight ends. Um, what did you like about this game, uh, specifically on the Brown side? Um, I wish I would use Cream Hunt a little bit more in the passing game. I thought that was going to be a really good spot for him. I did call the Harrison Bryant touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I still didn't get the routes ran data that I was looking for because everybody started freaking out like, oh, Harrison Bryant's starting. Like, yes, but Najoku's 30% owning cash, so you just play that if you need to punt. 
Um, Njoku ended up hitting for 3x value too. He had 10, over 10 points, so that's really solid. But what is starting in football? Like that was something that kind of aggravated me. Everybody's mm-hmm. mid-live stream like, oh, Harrison Bryant starting. This isn't fucking baseball. What is What does start mean? You take the first rep as a blocking tight end and you're the starter? Mm-hmm. Like that's – the game – just got crazy up pace, which is pretty good because Ghost and I had a ton of Cincinnati, and then we ran it back with Hunt on the other side. Um, but yeah, like, come on, guys, what the hell does starting mean from a tight end on a team that runs like crazy? So I, I don't know. That was just kind of funny to me and annoying at the same time. But it seemed like Baker Mayfield was way better when Odell left the game. Like he spread the uh, ball around. Like everybody got a ton of targets. Higgins six targets. That dude had a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harrison Bryant five targets. Donovan Peoples Jones. He's a pretty big body wide receiver too. Hell of a catch to end the game there. Oh, that was incredible. He had three targets. Jarvis Landry six targets. Hunt four and Joku three. And then Beckham got his one before he got hurt. Like Baker spread the ball around and he was productive doing that way. I think maybe that's. You know Odell Beckham having a thirty two percent target share prior to this game probably was not good for that team. It seems like they have a lot of talented players and a really good offensive scheme that's built around the run. But with the play action and everything, these receivers kind of open up just like it always did for Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs when Stefanski was in Minnesota. So maybe Baker Mayfield is an all right punt play in season long. I don't think we'll ever need to use him in DFS because there's just so many good options and a lot of quarterbacks that run the ball these days. So that's probably the way we need to go for investing. But you could, and two QB league, I think like, Baker's probably sitting out there in the waiver wire because no one wanted anything to do with him until after this game. I, I don't think he'll ever throw for five touchdowns again, but I think as long as Odell's out there, they're kind of just going to take what's open instead of just being, hey, Odell's got to get 10 targets a game or he's going to start freaking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I honestly, everyone talked about how bad Baker was last year. And again, seeing that a little bit closer than most people, the Odell shit in uh, New York, the dude's unbelievably talented, but yeah, if you don't get him enough targets, if he doesn't get enough catches, he starts to pout, starts to piss people off. Him and Jarvis Landry are pretty much butt buddies as it is already, so I'm sure they both are going to get angry about it. Uh, it's just one of those things, man, where I actually obviously think he's one of the most talented wide receivers in the league, but just because of this Certainly. offense, there's really no reason to have him and Jarvis on those gigantic contracts. You can absolutely spend that money a little bit better somewhere else. So, as I said, really don't think Odell's going to be on the Browns next year, so we'll see what happens. Um, Browns, though. Five and two. Uh, it was actually my friend. She's from Cleveland. It was her birthday yesterday. So the Browns gave her the best birthday present that she's probably ever gotten because I don't actually think they've ever won on her birthday before. Um, and the Browns have been around for a really long time. So it's kind of sad. <laughs> but um, no, Christina, we love you and uh, happy 30th birthday. Let's um, crazy game, though. Joku got a cut, got a touchdown. Cream Hunt caught a touchdown. Jonathan Peoples-Jones, as you said, that freaking catch at the end was incredible. Mm-hmm. Harrison Bryant, two touchdowns. Rashad Higgins had all those yards. Talk to me a little bit about this uh, Cincinnati side. Joe Burrow, 47 pass attempts. What did you have? 45, I'm assuming. Uh, let me actually pull that up. I'll give you a number right now. 406, three touchdowns for him and an interception. Uh, Giovanni Bernard got the start. Uh, Joe Mixon was hurt. Joe Burrow gets the rushing touchdown, though, of course, giving him four total. Tyler Boyd went off 11 for 101. AJ Green, I guess he's back to life now, seven for 82. Higgins, five for 71. Geo. Ended up catching a couple balls. Far from yeah, that's, that's what so. ruined the fucking slate right there is Geo mm-hmm. catching that touchdown. If he stays at 13, 14 points, because my one rule that I built for every lineup I had was I'm not using Giovanni Bernard and Jamal Williams together. I, it it mm-hmm. was such a chalk week. Like all the chalk went absolute nuts. 
And that was my like one thing is like, I know they're both going to be 40% owned. They're both value. You could do so much with your lineup. You could afford, you know, Seattle and Devontae Adams. If you use both those guys, which ended up being the nuts lineup, like that's what mm-hmm. you needed. I was trying to get to Adams and Seattle and Arizona by using, um, who is my guy? Oh, Antonio Gibson. I had it everywhere. So I got that mm-hmm. right. But then Giovanni Bernard, that touchdown he got, put him right on par with Antonio Gibson. So I got absolutely no leverage, maybe a half a point difference in Gibson to Gio. So if Gio doesn't score that touchdown, I got seven points on the field right there. We're going to a 5% on Gibson. That's just what's so frustrating is once I saw how great Antonio Gibson was doing, I was like, all right. And, and uh, Giovanni Bernard was doing shit. I was like, this is perfect. This is going to set up very well. Everything looked great. And he scores that touchdown and everybody that I was ahead on, because I had a ton of DJ Moore too. So I had mm-hmm. a lot of leverage on the field with those two low owned guys and then Chuck kind of everywhere else. And he scores that touchdown and my profits just went sinking down. So I was like, even with the field, I was like, oh shit, here it comes. And I knew it. I knew it. It happens. It's so it frustrating happens. though. I, I will stand by that call. I will never yep. play two value running backs like that if they're going to be that heavily owned. Oh, it's just so frustrating that. He's just scored a weak touchdown like that. Why didn't Joe Burrow just sneak it in again? Because I had so much. He could have. It should have just. Mm. He already had oh, the well. one sneak in, but it's uh it's frustrating to say the least. But I think it is definitely uh it was a fun game, man. These two games this year, the Browns and the Bengals have played. Both of them have been a lot of fun. I mean, the fourth quarter alone, thirty four points. Like you usually don't see that uh, in a freaking uh, bear. Uh, I'm sorry, Browns Bengals matchup. Uh, wide receivers from the Bengals side. Uh, they're pretty much all in play at this point, I'm assuming, right? Sure, Boyd, absolutely. Green, Higgins, like they're all going nuts. Yep. True sample, uh, five for 52. What the hell? <laughs> Dude, they, they just pass so much. It's hard to not produce when you're getting 13 targets a game with Tyler Boyd and AJ Green. Higgins seems like the red zone guy. I don't think he's ever going to get a, you know multiple games with over 10 targets, but Tyler Boyd is just as safe as it gets, and his price just refuses to be raised on drafting. So... Keep using him if he's under 6K. 11 for 101, a touchdown on 13 targets. Um, and we have to bring it up. Samaj P. Ryan, one catch for three yards, one rush for three yards. You still going to be a truther, my friend? I'm a believer in the whole family. LaMichael P. Ryan did score a touchdown and yes, hit he did. value. So, he did. Boom, I remember I did you saying And that. I had him, too. I went to him over Geo in lineups. I needed more salary. Like, son of a bitch, reward me for that. And it just, and I had a ton of Harrison Bryant. Like, what the hell? I'll tell you what happened when we get to the game. I'm, my blood pressure is raising right now because I know exactly what it is. I can't wait because I don't. And I'm going to, it's another great fucking move that I made. And it, I love, follow the process. Keep following the process. If you keep keep. doing the correct thing, it will most (laughs) likely turn out to be the correct thing over time. I think that's pretty important. Um, Let us move on to the next game. Steelers and the Titans. Here it is. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that was quick. I didn't even do that one on purpose. As I said, we have Ben Roethlisberger, 49 attempts. Jesus Christ. Only 268 yards, two touchdowns, three picks. James Conner, 82 yards. I think he had a couple catches for a couple yards as well, so not the biggest day for him. What do you have, like four touchdowns called back, though? Oh, yeah, it was something silly. Or dropped two on the the little out routes. I wasn't happy. I have him in season long, but I won that league, so it's fine. Derrick Henry, uh, no, let's stay on the Steelers' side. Uh, Juju Smith, he came back now, 9 for 85. Uh, Deontay Johnson, 9 for 80 and two touchdowns. Ebron, 6 for 50. As I said, James Conner already. Um Claypool, that guy, he used to be awesome, right? Uh, now he's one catch for minus two yards when Deontay Johnson comes back. Looks like he is pretty much their number one. I mean, that dude is just 
absolutely bananas. Um, on the Tennessee he got hurt, side, though, so have yep. faith in Claypool. Deontay's oh there. yeah, I think he'll be good. Um, it's just something to pay attention to. Ryan Tannehill, eight. 18 for 32, 22 touchdowns. As I said, Derrick Henry, 20 for 75 and a touchdown. AJ Brown, man, that dude is just insane watching him play football. He is so much bigger than everybody. When he starts to gain speed, it doesn't look like he's going that fast. And then he just blows everybody by. It's just absolutely insane. I love just that 73 yard touchdown. He caught yeah. like a little pass and just kind of turned up field and just walked away from everyone. That was he good. is a yak monster. Yards after catch. I think to AJ Brown me. invented that. I think he really did. Uh, so talk to me. Where, um, where'd you go wrong? Uh, I didn't go wrong. Where'd I go fucking right again? I didn't uh, get rewarded. That's, that's, um, so that's, that's, at, this is what the sick thing is. All these screenshots of, and in high stakes too, I saw people, some players that claim they're the best in the world play Traquan Smith. Couldn't been more off on him. Yeah, like he was zoned by everybody in this chalk donkey bullshit. Because he was four thousand dollars, everybody was out for New Orleans. All right, well, Trey Cohen Smith's a good value. And I looked around, it's like Deontay Johnson's only forty two hundred. Um, so I went there. I was like, I will not play Trey Cohen Smith. You couldn't pay me to do it. And I pivot to Deontay Johnson. And he goes absolutely wild, and I still. Can't get burned late. Oh God, it's so frustrating. I don't know what the hell happened. It had like 212 points and barely did shit with those lines. It was just a crazy, 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 crazy day. I think it's because me not going to Adams as much as I should have because I had a ton of locket. Like the the night games kind of saved my ass a little bit, but I made the move to go to Deontay Johnson over um, Traquan Smith, and it. Like I should have broke the fucking slate yesterday and it pisses me off. Like anybody that says they're a sharp player and they played Traquan Smith yesterday, like please send me a DM and we can play anytime you want. But I don't want to be that guy that, you know, does that yeah, Twitter rant. Like, like, oh yeah, Derrick Henry's a bad hit play. Yeah. No, Traquan Smith's a bad fucking play. That I will stand behind. Like he is no, stop that. Right, let's breathe. Uh Steelers though, uh played really up pace. <laughs> Just kick right back into the game. Um that was You're pretty good. good. And, and Tennessee plays very fast too. They kind of, I mean, they they're going to give Derrick Henry twenty carries, but they still played a very high clip, and and that's something to kind of keep an eye on. This slate coming up is really really ugly. And who's Tennessee got? They got Cincinnati, so you know that game's going to be pretty crazy. Everybody's going to play Derrick Henry, and and probably rightfully so. But you could pass all over Tennessee. I think I believe Adoree Jackson is going to be back this week, so that you know kind of makes their secondary a little bit better. But, man, you could just pass all over him, too. What did Big Ben go for? 268? Yeah. Um, not as good as yeah, what I thought. Weird. He's kind of just, I don't know. He's not that good, but this Pittsburgh team is just, I don't know, they're solid. Their defense started amazing, and then they kind of showed some chinks in the armor, too. So I don't know. It's just a really weird game. I did not expect them to score so many points, but it was a fun one to watch, absolutely. Yeah, it was it was a blast to watch. I was watching it through red zone, and I think it's like Pittsburgh was up by like twenty, and then kind of just took their foot off the gas. So like, yeah, I think they did most of their damage in those first couple quarters, and then kind of didn't really care. And like, oh my god, Tennessee came back, and then freaking Gostowski misses the kick. Sia is going to go try out for the Titans soon. I'm very confident he's going to get that job, and we're going to get some real great content <laughs> yeah. out of it. I, so I did love that video. Yeah, I don't know how long it was out there, but then somehow I randomly found it on Twitter. I see it stretching out, wearing the high socks. Incredible. His boots one right up the Absolutely. center. Absolutely. 
Absolutely gorgeous. But yeah, it was a, a weird game, fun game. I enjoyed it. Uh, something to pay attention to. Steelers defense is pretty crazy. Uh, so that is a lot of fun. And again, AJ Brown, six for 153. The dude is an absolute monster. And I appreciate the hell out of him for that. Uh, I think that's enough there. And I think the Steelers covered, right? Steelers, yeah, I think they were either minus one one way or another. So they absolutely covered. Let's move on to the Panthers and the Saints. I had the Saints covering. They did not. Uh, Panthers 24, Saints 27. Teddy B, 254, two touchdowns. Mike Davis, seven carries for 12 yards. Are we kind of over Mike Davis now? I think, are we kind of oh, yeah, like... 100%, yeah. That, that was another great call. We had absolutely no Mike Davis at one daily. Everybody faded yep. him. That was kind of our, our hard stance, and he did nothing. I think Happy he's... To- maybe maybe you give him one more chance on Thursday because Atlanta gives up so many pass catches to running backs, and Chris McCaffrey is not going to play Thursday most likely. So mm-hmm. one more day of Mike Davis for you guys that are riding him in season long. Enjoy it. Hopefully... He was a handcuff or something, so you have McCaffrey as well because um, that's been a really productive spot from the running back position, but really fell off the last two weeks. But really tough matchups against Chicago and New yeah. Orleans for Mike yeah. Davis. That's the other thing. You have to pay attention to defenses. We've kind of known this whole time you can't really run on the Saints. Um, they've had a couple weird games, but even against you know Aaron Jones, they didn't really give up too much on the ground. It was mostly Aaron Rodgers just doing his thing. But as you said, you had a lot of DJ Moore, four for 93, two touchdowns. Uh, you had Deontay Johnson and DJ Moore. Where the hell did you go wrong? Yeah, and Kamara. Um, what the hell were you doing, dude? I didn't play Washington defense in those. Oh, I refused to play a defense that was 30% owned. I went to Cleveland in those oh, lineups. Yikes. I mean, I yeah, still scored over 200. Like, I, I would have. Yeah. If the slate was anything like last week's, like 200, I would have won three times as much as I won the week before. But mm. whatever. But yeah, you look at it happens. New Orleans, four targets for Traquan Smith, but every sharp player out there jammed him in he didn't do fucking shit god four for 54 yeah oh also no you know where i went wrong i had Uh like 60 percent hunter henry ah oh i had him and yeah him or harrison bryant were the only two tight ends i pretty much rostered Mm. harrison bryant just because i had to jam in Devontae adams and then lineups i didn't have adams i went to hunter henry Mm. and he just didn't do anything but whatever, I'll stand by that. He had two touchdowns too. Seriously, I don't know where you went wrong. This is so confusing. You're saying all the players. No, no, no. But like the Harrison Bryan and Devontae Adams lineups right there. Like it's very, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Callaway, eight receptions for 75 yards. He had 10 targets. Six more. I said he was going to have a big game on the live stream. I definitely didn't play him, but. No, we like it. Um, All I wanted was, yeah, all I wanted from New Orleans was just Alvin Kamara and then run it back with DJ Moore. That's what I did for this game. That was one of my favorite mini stacks. But love it. Kamara, fourteen carries. Jared Cook would have been a solid play, I guess, just because he got the box and Touchdown. really no tight end did anything at all. Even Kelsey had a down like a bad game. I was mm-hmm. scared of fading Kelsey and Kittle. I guess Kittle had a solid game just because of catches, but it was a very very strange week. No running back went off too. Like the only one that did, no one played was Jeff Wilson. Yeah. So like yeah, he was that's so nuts. It was a weird week. It was a weird week. Shout out Jeff Wilson. Shout out to all the Jarek McKinnon lovers out there. Um, even after McKinnon too. Ugh, yikes. Even after uh, Wilson went down, Mr. Shanahan still didn't. Whoever, whoever was on Sirius XM radio today, I, th- I think it was Jeff Manns talking about like how the hell do beat reporters have a job if nobody mm-hmm. knew Jarek McKinnon was not going to play? Because Shanahan just said this morning, yeah, the whole plan was that McKinnon was getting rest because he's had such a big workload. How the hell does nobody know that? Like, that was such a great point by Jeff. I was like, oh, my God. Like, if I could just go to my job and not do anything ever, 
and that's my job. Like that is what a beat reporter. I, well, I work on the model at my job. So, <laughs> Hey, that's a lot. That's very important to many, many, many people. And we appreciate you for that. If you haven't already check out sticks model, NFL well, model, how, we've been crushing it. How the hell does question. nobody know that? I, I think that I think I had like 20%. I, I, I'd like, yeah, sorry. Talking. No, no, no. I was going to say, I think that's up. just coaches. Like that's just coaches. They're, they don't want us to know that. And we also already know Kyle Shanahan. It's a bill Belichick. Type. I mean, he can at least, you know, the, the, the scheme, it doesn't matter who's in there. Um, obviously we saw Jermichael Hesse. We've seen Jeff Wilson a couple times this year, but we've also seen games where Jeff Wilson gets one carry and Jack McKinnon gets 17. So I think it, you know, it's just one of those things where, I don't know. But like for for that offense, withholding information that Jarek McKinnon is not going to play doesn't affect the defense at all because it doesn't matter who they put in there. Like it's the running system. Like mm-hmm. if you put you back there, you're still going to go for four and a half a pop. Oh, so that's what I, it's not like it's a competitive advantage to say, "Hey, oh, uh, Jarek McKinnon is probably in for a big day," and then we're we're not going to play him because Bill's going to scheme for Jarek McKinnon. Like fuck that whole. Sunday pissed me off. Jeez. Anyway, back to the Saints and the Panthers <laughs> game. In case you thought we were talking about the 49ers game, we're actually not. We're talking Saints-Panthers right here. Uh, just one last note. Alvin Kamara, 14 carries for 83 yards. Lat Murray, 11 for 47. Thought he was going to get in the box. We never got those touchdowns, unfortunately. You did say not to bet it. So I think that's why he never got in the touchdowns. Uh, he never got those touchdowns. And then Kamara, again, eight catches for 65 yards. The dude is just, just insane this year. Just insane this year. It is so much fun watching him play. Um, All right, we will quickly touch upon this game. So we talked about the Giants for about five seconds. Let's talk about the Bills and the Jets for about five seconds. Um, Josh, Josh Allen, Allen threw bad. for 300 yards, and he ran for 61. Uh, the I Jets were up by 10 bad. points. Um, Is that it, I think? Jets were up by 10 points, then they got field goal to death. I think that's it from this game, right? Yeah, I think they were up 10, or maybe it was a 10 3. No, I think it was 10. I feel like it was 10 0. Yeah, I was listening to it in the car because unfortunately that was the only game in New York that we got the pleasure of watching. Oh, Tyler Croft. I picked him up in a couple leagues. Um, He had 10 points. That was pretty sweet. Uh, Moving on. um, This game, I think, can be pretty quick too. The Cowboys and the Washington football team are in second place, tied for second place in the NFC East behind the Eagles, who are 2 4 1. So, Jesus (laughs) Christ. Um, Andy Dalton, that was a really dirty hit. That's Very tough. unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I don't like Dalton, but you know you don't want to see. Yeah, that. I mean, obviously not not looking for that. Zeke, um, another shit game. Um, starting to get a little worried about him. But your boy Antonio Gibson, they finally let him free. Somehow Peyton <laughs> Barber did. still had ten carries. Somehow <laughs> Peyton Barber still had ten carries for thirty four yards. But Antonio Gibson, talk to me about Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, and uh, I know you love Logan Thomas too. They just went to. Uh... Peyton Barber at the end because that game was out of yeah, hand. No. But yeah, Antonio Gibson, I just, really the only thing that got me so high on him was he had a 71-yard rush prop. I've never seen him for over like 45. Mm-hmm. And I said it on the live stream too, he had negative odds to score. So you got sometimes you got to trust the people that are way smarter than all of us working in Vegas, mm-hmm. um, doing all what they do. But it's Well, they're in Europe a, now, it, unfortunately. But <laughs> Yeah, candy yeah, shit. Yeah. But uh, they, no, they don't ever post lines first. They copycat. So... Mm-hmm. Guys in Vegas got that first, but um, yeah, you just take running backs against Dallas. It's that simple. This team just—I guess—they quit. They're terrible. Amari Cooper still got his. He's going to be very productive. But if Dalton's out, like Ben DiNucci, he did not look at that offensive line though. Can't hold yeah. anybody to. So I don't really want to judge that. Like Dalton didn't have time to do anything. Zeke seems like he doesn't care anymore either. They—I don't know. Well, how does Zeke only get t- two targets? This game wasn't out of hand until the fourth yeah. quarter. So I, I mean, don't know. 
what the what the deal was there. I didn't watch this game very intently. Like right when I saw Gibson go for that touchdown, I was like, boom, this is going to be a big day for me because no one played him. And I kind of just went on to the next game and didn't really focus on this one. But to, So I need to watch this game later in the week. But to see a box score, to see Elliott for two targets when they're chasing points right from the get-go, I don't know what the game plan there was for McCarthy at all. If yeah, I mean, one. chasing points literally the entire game. They had 22 attempts and 26 rushes. And C.D. Lamb got zero catches. Just an awful so game plan. It's a little worrisome. Everyone was loving on this Cowboys offense, and all of a sudden, you take out Dak, and it's bad. Um, so I think Dak's getting paid. That's one thing we can take away from this game. And shout out Kyle Allen. 15 to 25 for 194, two touchdowns. And gets we had his under, though. So that's good. Win. Thank you, hey, Kyle, for keeping it under control. Two touchdowns. If you streamed him in uh, you know, season long, two touchdowns, you're probably not angry about it, especially in like more of a standard league. Like, hey, whoever quarterback you had obviously didn't work out. Um, Yeah, I think that's enough from that game. We don't need that. Uh, let's go to the Packers 35, Texans 20. Packers covered because I have the Texans, of course. Uh, we have Aaron oh, Rodgers. Come on. I said it on serious. Packers roll them. I know, but you can't bet Rodgers coming off of that bad of a game. I know, I know. On a mission, and he sure as hell did. I know, I know, (laughs) I know. All of these things are correct, and I knew all of them. Don't worry. Um, Takeaway here: Devontae Adams is amazing. We knew that he was by far the best receiver play in the model and anybody's model out there. I did not invent Devontae Adams having a huge game. Everybody knew that. Marcus Valdez Scantling really let me down. I thought he was going to be a lot more involved. Four targets, zero catches. All he needs is one to pop because he's a 40 yard touchdown machine. That's kind of the routes that he runs. But they were giving Devontae Adams like five yards of separation on every single route. If I was Aaron Rodgers, I wouldn't look any other way either. So I, I don't know what Houston was doing, but they can't stop anything. Um, their pass defense has been better, but Rodgers is an elite passer. Um, but take running backs against Houston. Same thing we did with uh, Derrick Henry two weeks ago. We went right back to Jamal Williams, and he went nuts. He was also, you know, a free square play in draft. Mm-hmm. So he had to do that, or in FanDuel as well. But Houston's defense is bad. But Deshaun yes. Watson, man, he he's so good. He, even against a really good Packers defense, or a solid Packers defense, let's mm-hmm. say. He he certainly kept them in the ballgame, but he can't play defense. So, no, nah, he, he just he's dealt a shit hand every single game they play a competitive offense. It's not great. Uh, Jamal Williams, just for anyone out there, 19 for 77 and a touchdown on the ground. Also had four catches for 37 yards. So he went over 100 total yards, got the touchdown, a couple catches on top of it. We're not angry. And yeah, Devontae Adams, 13 for 196, two touchdowns. Absolutely bonkers. And uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson, 29 to 39, 309, two touchdowns. I mean, they were chasing points. I mean, they were down 21 nothing at half. So obviously they were chasing points the whole game, but... It's just unfortunate, man. This Houston team, the more they lose, the more the Dolphins just continue to laugh in everybody's face. Like, it is insane how bad this Houston team's going to be because they gave up two picks. Their first-round pick is going to the Dolphins. The Dolphins might have two top-ten picks, potentially. So, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think we're on to the 4 o'clock. Randall Cobb? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I apologize. Shout-out Randall Cobb. Shout-out Randall Cobb. Um that's about it, though. Really nothing else. Yeah, this game didn't piss me off, so I'm, I'm good with this one. <laughs> Happy to hear it. Uh, Bucks, 45. Raiders, 20. This game was 24-20 to 20 in the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. 
and then the Bucks scored three more touchdowns. And Brady was a GPP quarterback of mine, so that was oh. awesome. It's only because the model had him for so many passing yards. He threw mm-hmm. like, dude, that thing is good. No one played him at all. I think what I have him projected for. Let's see here. Number three on the slate with 287 right behind Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson. So, and then Matt Ryan. So he's number four. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of Tom Brady. I paired him up, but Mike Evans sucked too. But I did have a ton of Chris Godwin. Had a pretty solid game. Nothing crazy, but he's a PPR monster. Mm -hmm. I had a ton of Ronald Jones, but Ronald Jones dropped that one pass, I think, to convert a third down, and he like never saw the field again. Surprise. They gave him a goal line carry. He got his touchdown, kind of saved his day, but. Uh, if you got Ronald Jones in season long, it's time to pack it in because that's going to be Fournette's backfield. He's just mm. so much better as a three-down back. Six catches out of seven targets. Like I think um, Tom Brady found his guy that he relies on until Fournette gets hurt. He always hurts his yeah. ankle or something. I, I was going to say, Sia, listen to Nick, but also then, Sia, you're going to be right again when Fournette gets hurt. So it's all kind yeah. of like a... Rojo is, is going to be done. Poor Rojo. Uh, but yeah, Tom Brady, 369, four touchdowns. Uh, rushing, They had the Bucks had 85 yards, so nothing crazy on 25 carries. Scotty Miller, six for 109 and a touchdown. Chris Godwin, nine for 88 and a touchdown. Rob Gronkowski, five for 62 and a touchdown. Gronkowski looks back. He's, he might be back. He might be back. He still looks he so have... slow. He's so, yeah. so slow, but Brady knows exactly where he's at on the field at all times. Like any ball he throws at Gronk is just right on the money. It's awesome. They didn't lose a step, or they did maybe for a little bit, and it yep. took Gronk some time I, to get back in shape here. But he, like that's a fantasy viable start. Like it sucks now because you can't really go trade for him. Probably should have done it last week because like people are gonna be like, oh my, and Gronk's back. Like I personally would love Gronk as my tight end over Evan Ingram in my main league, but whatever. Mm. Can't get that trade done anymore. Evan Ingram sucks. Um. We already talked about the game. One thing of note, uh, Chris Godwin, nine targets, nine catches, 88 yards. And Tyler Johnson, Minnesota legend, got a touchdown. That's kind of cool. On the Raiders side. Uh, Two Raiders straight side. games for Tyler Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he'd no. be a stud elsewhere. No, he wasn't, needs to get traded. It's, I don't think last – was it last year? No, it wasn't last week. It was the Thursday night game against the Bucks. So it was two games ago, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, right? Bears. Bears game. Bears, thank you. Thank you. Thank the you. Packers last year. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it was two games ago. But he had, I think, you know, six or four for 61. This game, he doesn't really get much. Two catches, four yards, but he gets in the box. First touchdown. Shout out Tyler Johnson. So that's always nice. Um, the Raiders, though, again, the game was close in the fourth quarter. It was 24 to 20. And then the Bucks just piled it on. I think there was an interception, if I'm not mistaken, maybe – uh, a couple bad sacks, a bad punt. Nelson Aguilar, five for 107 and a touchdown. Waller, six for 50 and a touchdown. Ruggs had a couple targets, didn't do too, too much with them. Anything on the Raiders side that's of note? Uh, Josh Jacobs, yikes, man. What happened to him? Is he, he just can't run on Tampa Bay. That's No, but that's, I feel like he hasn't run like the last few weeks. Like he hasn't really he's done really much this year outside. Man. I think he's been out of my 150 player pool for like three straight weeks. What, he had Patriots, then who they have? Somebody then buy? I don't, I don't they had the really Saints, remember. they had the Patriots, they had the Bucks. There, that's There's a couple of those teams. I think he only had, he's only had like one game this year, though. I feel like. Yeah, it was a game we had him. Yeah, oh, Carolina. Good point. <laughs> so there you go. Um, good point. I would love to see Henry Ruggs get more involved in this Las Vegas offense. He's just he's getting two to three to four targets a game at max. I mm-hmm. thought they were going to feature this guy. So again, another poor example of coach speak, or uh, mm-hmm. or actually, I mean. Gruden said he was going to get Ruggs involved early and often. He's not doing that. It's I'd at least rather hear that than hear nothing from Shanahan until after the game. But 
Darren Waller is probably as safe as he gets from the tight end position in PPR format. They just absolutely love this guy, and he catches everything. So I don't blame Derek Carr for just peppering him yeah. with targets because he is their best option. Nelson Aguilar has a big game, too. That's funny. Got he found a home. Yeah, well, for a year, I think. Don't worry. So I don't think it's going to be that long. Um, enough from that game. Let's move on. We got the Chiefs 43 and the Broncos 16. Uh, this game was sold to me as a snow game. And it really was just kind of a shitty game. Uh, not that much snow on the ground. A little disappointing, to be honest with you. Patrick Mahomes might be like statistically one of the worst like, games of his career. 200 and a touchdown. And they kind of just gave him that touchdown at the end. He got sacked a few times as well. Uh, Chad Henney ran one in. But I don't know what the hell was going on in this game. I mean, the Broncos had 77 plays to Kansas City's 47. That's just an insane. I mean, I know they had a pick six and they had a kickoff return for a touchdown. Three scores, right? Three scores on defense. Something like was it? I know the pick six, the kickoff return for a touchdown. I can't remember if there was anything else. Uh, I don't see anything. But either way, it was just it was ridiculous, and they were like back to back. But how do you have seventy seven plays on offense and only muster sixteen points? Um, Drew Lock sucks. I know we were kind of all in on the Broncos, and I know he got injured, but like. He's been pretty bad this year. Not looking great. Ugh. Yeah, that, that was just a really weird game. That game, there was no game script at all. It just got out of hand quickly. Uh, Love Bell had that awesome run. That was mm-hmm. pretty cool to see. Kind of like how he dances. He doesn't really run. He like dances. Yeah. Just keeps cutting left and right, left and right, hops backwards, moves forward. They're like It was it was fun to see him look like he was a Pittsburgh Steeler again. I don't think that continues, but he's going to have a big workload moving forward. With It's still going to be CEH, isn't number one role there but that's kind of a red flag for a fantasy perspective obviously as we all figured it would be yeah but yeah that was just a weird game uh lindsey's got a concussion i think he looked mm-hmm. really really solid though yep. yeah that one long carry i think was it 20 20 yards 20 yards okay but you can run on kansas city uh, denver averaged 5.4 carry i know that kansas city probably played a little bit more prevent defense toward the end and gave them whatever they wanted on the ground but I do like to take running backs against Kansas City because you need to keep Mahomes off the field. They did keep Mahomes off the field and still mm-hmm. got housed. But yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, exactly. weird, weird game. They still get crushed. Yeah, 33 carries for 177 yards and two touchdowns as a team for Denver. Um, receiving for Denver, Okum Okwagabun. I don't, I don't even know how to say that guy's name. Shout out to Albert. That guy. Uh, shout out Albio. Albio, seven for 60. Good for him. Uh, McCole Hardman, two for 57. So he had that long one. That's nice. Tyreek Hill gets the touchdown. Yeah, really not too much offense in this game. Even though it's 43, it's a 59-point game. Um, not too much offense. I will ask one question about that running back tandem. Eight carries for CEH, 46 yards, a touchdown. Le'Veon Bill kind of coming off of an injury. Six carries, 39 yards Le'Veon Bell didn't actually get any targets either so I think they're going to try and work him into the offense but how soon as you said you think it's CH's backfield but how soon before it becomes just like almost like a 50-50 split both of them on the field I mean how much fun you have Tyreek Hill Travis Kelsey Le'Veon Bell all on the field at once like what the hell is the defense going to do at that point that's going to be insane yeah it's a lot of weapons and throw one of those speedsters too and boom we'll see what we see next week is they're like a 20 point favorite against the Jets awesome That'll be interesting. That well, it'll be something. I don't know if the game will be interesting, but it'll definitely be something. Uh, moving on, let's go. So we were talking about the 49ers before. Let's actually talk about them now. 49ers 33, Patriots 6. Cam Newton, 
used to be good a couple weeks ago. Everyone talking about how nobody signed Cam Newton. Oh my God. Oh my God. And now two weeks in a row, this guy sucks. He's been absolutely terrible. He did nothing. Nine of 15 for 89 yards and three picks. That is just terrible. At one point, they eventually put in Stidham. Of course, he throws a pick as well. Cam Newton, five rushes for 19 yards. Dude, are the Patriots good? I mean, are they? is it the coronavirus shit? I know they, they had a game missed, and Cam Newton actually had it. So, hey, maybe he isn't feeling so hot, but that's Their bad. offense is dog shit. It's, yeah. it's so bad. Um, one of my buddies said it, too. He's like, maybe Brady kind of felt this coming all along mm-hmm. and just wanted to get out because there's just never there. They don't have it. They didn't have any wide receivers like the last two years, pretty much. Yeah. Nikhil Harry's no good. Um, thought he would be kind of a little bit of a sleeper this year, but not seeing it out of him. Yeah. This offense is just terrible. This team is not good. Their defense is still all right, but Shanahan just ran the ball right down this their throat like he does all the time. Grapple actually looked okay. Mm-hmm. Two picks. Um, One yeah, of them, I think, was Jeff like- Wilson Day. Yeah, I love to see Brandon Ayuk do do well. He's such a stud. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I just don't see the target. Did Debo Samuel get hurt in this game? He did. He's actually out for this week and next week. So he's out for a couple weeks. Jeff Wilson's getting thrown on IR, so he's going to be out for a couple weeks. Mostert was just put on IR last week, so now we're down to McKinnon and Jamichael Hasty. Tevin's uh, back. Oh, Tevin is finally back. This week he will be back. Okay, that was our uh, our sleeper guy last week to pick yeah, up and was. get ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Oh. Uh, 37 for 197 and four touchdowns on the ground. Bill Belichick takes away your one weapon, but he could not take away Kyle Shanahan in that running attack. I think one day I'm going to want you to just sit down. We'll do it live for everybody, but we'll just sit down and just have play after play after play. And you can just explain to me why nobody can stop this. I think that would actually be a lot of fun. It's because it's outside zone, man. They have really good linemen. You have to have the linemen built for okay. it because they got to kind of be quick to move, but they're just blocking an area. They're not blocking people. And it just, it's like a, a less New England is prepping for it and they know where those gaps are about to be. You, you can't stop it. And they're just okay. so, so good at it. He's such a genius. It's so much fun to watch. It. it is fun to watch. Use, use check uh, four for 18 and a touchdown. He also had a catch for 18 and a target, and he just completely dropped the pass. I think it was for a first down. But Ayuk, 6 for 115, and uh, that's kind of nice. No passing touchdowns, so no receiving touchdowns. But yes, Debo Samuel is out. Um, He had a good game-ish. Kittle, 5 for 55, so that's kind of nice. And then, yeah, the Patriots offense was dog shit. So, yikes. Fun game, though. I love the company will be out of my player pool for a little bit. I need to yeah. see more out of them because it's it's just so bad. Edelman, I know he's got a bad knee, but he's he's washed. Yeah, it's that's uh, kind of sad. Uh, let's move on to the nobody really cared about this game. Uh, we have the Jaguars twenty nine and the Chargers thirty nine. One interesting thing: this was a scoreigami. This is the first time in NFL history that this score has ever come up, which is weird. But I guess you don't really see twenty nine or thirty nine all that often, so I guess it's not too crazy. Um, we'll start with. Fact. Yeah, kind of fun one, right? Uh, we'll start with the uh, bad and the good from the Jaguar side. Gardner Minshew, not really good anymore. Kind of unfortunate. Uh, 14 for 27, 173, two touchdowns. James Robinson, he came back. I like that. 22 carries, 119 in a touchdown. He also had four for 18 and a touchdown through the air. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, Chenault, three catches for 44 yards, but that's pretty much it on the Jaguar side. Uh, it was pretty bad. Um so do you want to say something nice about James Robinson? Because he was pretty awesome. Go Birds. Uh, I had no James Robinson. I should have had more. That was a running back that nobody played. He had a you know really, really good day. 
two touchdowns. Yeah, hell yeah. That guy, like, he was probably in the millionaire maker lineup. I wouldn't be surprised. Sure I don't really look at those too often. I don't necessarily care, but great day for him. Low ownership. Uh, I just really respect the Chargers defense. I thought this game was going to be an absolute blowout. Mm-hmm. Shout out to a lot of the guys that win daily, though. A lot of the actual members were like, I really like Herbert this week. I was like, eh, I could see it. Like, But the only way for that to happen is if Jacksonville could keep it close. I did not see that coming. So I know I saw a couple screenshots with Herbert in there. So way, way to stick to your gut feeling, guys. Like, that's what we're not here to talk you off of plays. We're kind of just here to you know work together, and that was really fun to see. A lot of people had Herbert. I definitely did not. So I took these running backs. I took a little bit of Kelly. And then when they said Josh Justin Jackson was back, I just bailed in general. And it was didn't want to play anything a- besides. Uh, all I had the money for was Henry at that point, and that's what I went with. Um, Keenan Allen, though, dude, that is that dude is a swagger stud. Like I don't know, he's awesome. He's such a good route runner. And I love that Herbert has good chemistry with him right now. Mm-hmm. Like that guy, he's like, all right, if I need a completion, I'll just throw it to Keenan because he knows how to get open. And he catches everything. So Herbert's smart. At least he knows to use that guy. And But then two t- backup tight end score touchdowns for L.A. Yes. Like that pisses me off. I'm so high, high on Hunter Henry. I know Ghost was as well. And backup tight ends. Uh, Donald Parham, though, I used to make a killing with him in the XFL. So if it's anybody that's going to burn me, I'm glad it's him because he helped me out prior. Maybe I should have just had faith. Mm. And yeah, uh, Virgil Green. I actually think Virgil Green is now hurting on the IR, if I'm not mistaken. So that kind of just sucks. But it's interesting. Yeah, Keenan Allen, 10 for 125. Guyton had another long one, a long 70-yard touchdown, another catch in there as well. Joshua Kelly, loved him in the beginning of the year. He can't run the ball 12 for 29. Uh, and this Jags defense isn't that great against the run. Um, so that's alarming. But yeah, Justin Herbert, 347, three touchdowns through the air, nine carries for 66 yards and a touchdown on the ground. He has the longest touchdown that 30, or I'm sorry, the longest rush of 31 yards since like the 80s for Chargers quarterback, which is funny. But then you think like, yeah, Philip Rivers has been there the last 20 years. That's not too surprising. So it's kind of funny uh, how sometimes that works out. But yeah, shout out Justin Herbert. I think, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I'm pretty sure I was wrong. I thought he sucked. Um, and I guess he's not that bad. So. It's interesting. Uh, let's go to the late game hammer, uh, the real late game hammer. We were uh, the Seahawks Cardinals. The Sunday night game was in the main slate on Sunday, which made it a little weird, but also kind of interesting. Seahawks 34, Cardinals 37, Russell Wilson 33 for 50, 388, three touchdowns, all to Tyler Lockett. And he also had three interceptions. Nobody wants to talk about that. Kyler Murray 34 of 48. 363 touchdowns and an interception. Kyler Murray also had a touchdown on the ground. Um, just an insane amount of offense in this game. The Seahawks had 588 yards of offense and the Cardinals had 500 and change just with quick math. Um, ridiculous. Tyler Lockett, 15 catches <laughs> for 200 yards and three touchdowns. The dude had 20 targets. How the fuck do you get 20 targets in a football game? That is just insane. Like, that's ridiculous. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins was an animal on the other side. 10 for 103 and a touchdown. Looks pedestrian against what Tyler Lockett did, which is crazy. DK Metcalf, two for 23, so he didn't do much. Chase Edmonds looks like, um, actually, Kenyon Drake's going to be hurt for a couple weeks. All those Chase Edmonds owners out there, you're going to be looking good. But Chase Edmonds, seven catches for 87 yards. Like, what the hell's going on? Larry Fitz, I think. man. Larry Fitz, 14,000, or I'm sorry, 1,400 receptions in his career. So, shout out, Larry Fitz. Um... I don't, I mean, we kind of know both these teams, anything of note that you want to take away because this game was just absolutely bonkers. 
Uh, Carson's hurt too. So probably oh, yeah. Ride, yep. is worth a pickup in your season long leagues. Um, looks like they're going to use a lot of DJ Dallas too in the passing game or maybe Travis Homer. So don't expect Hyde to just be an absolute workhorse for you. But if you need a, a bye week filler or something like that, Carlos Hyde is probably that guy. If Edmonds is available, obviously he's number one priority. But yeah, um, as good, I had Larry Fitz receiving yards over. I think it was 31 and a half. So 62, he doubled it. That's great. Um, yeah, Lockett, just absolute insane game. No one could project that. I think someone's like, well, why was Lockett projected like what? 9.9 less than Metcalf. Like guys at that point, you just play them both or you, you got to make a lineup with one or the other or, or one and the other kind of do two lines. But yeah, absolute insane, insane game for Tyler Lockett. That was just not so much fun though. Catches. I mean, just the catches alone in a PPR league, that's like pretty Okay, I'm I'm not angry for wide receiver of mine gets 20 points, but he had 20 catches, 200 or 15 catches. I apologize, 200 yards and three touchdowns. The dude went absolutely bananas, and it was fun to watch. Um, all right, so do Nick, do you want to do a little uh, lineup uh, lineup review? The people liked it last week. Yeah, let's all do people it. People reached out, so let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. These are going to be easy because the first five people that sent them in were all crushing it. <laughs> Kaz was the first guy, KOS. I think he's new to Win Daily, so thank you for joining and thanks for uh, yeah, buddy. sending it over. Yeah, this lineup, do you see this one? Kyler, Geo, Jamal, Devontae mm-hmm. Adams, Ridley, Diggs, Croft, and A.J. Brown. That's a Brown. pretty wild lineup. I uh, Like Devontae Adams, Ridley, Diggs, A.J. Brown. If Diggs does anything, this lineup scored 219 points. I love Diggs. He was pretty low-owned. Um, he played Croft at the tight end spot at three percent ownership, so that was pretty interesting. He uh, mm-hmm. he hit three x value, so that was good. But if Diggs does anything, this lineup just goes to the moon. So you can't even be mad at that. Like, what is there to review? The only like question I would make is, well, no, not even. I think naked Kyler's fine because he's half running back. Mm-hmm. Um, he did my one golden rule of the week and not to play Geo and Jamal together. So he did it, and he did better than me. So that's what I like to see. Um. But Ridley, too, kind of a down game for him. You know, 20 points is is good. Mm-hmm. Most slates, not this one. But kind of a, a wild lineup. Like, why would you double stack Buffalo? Yeah. Without Josh Allen, like, Diggs and Croft together. It just doesn't make much sense to me. And then a random A.J. Brown. It seemed like he kind of just, like, and a random Ridley. He didn't play any Detroit on the other side. Would have liked him to see, you know, play someone back on the other side of Green Bay with uh, Brandy Cooks or I, I would never said play Randall Cobb, but it's just kind of a random lineup, but it worked out. A lot of mm-hmm. random lineups did really, really well this week. They were more like just cash kind of lineups with value and then top tier players like Devontae. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he had yeah. AJ Brown but... to go off this lineup's not that good, honestly. Yeah. So that's like my one concern is why would you use Diggs and Croft together? It doesn't make much sense. It worked out, but yeah, I mean, he has Gio, but nobody on the Cleveland side. Um, he's got Jamal and Devontae, as you said, but then no one on the Houston side. And then he has... I'm fine with Buffalo Gio by players. himself. I'm yeah. fine with Gio by himself because he was just a value play. Like, okay. he makes the rest work. Like, he gets you Devontae Adams. He gets you Kyler Murray and Devontae Adams, let's put it that way, and really and Diggs. Like, those are three really expensive receivers. So that was a very unique build in itself because he played three top dog wide receivers. 
But yeah, I just the only thing I really don't like for top dog receivers, AJ Brown in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the only thing I really don't like is just the Diggs and Croft together. Just mm-hmm. didn't make a whole lot of sense. But I'm sure at that point he's like, well, I just need any tight end that I can afford yeah. to go with Croft. So I yeah, and Croft. I mean, I'm assuming he was minimum price. I don't remember exactly what it is, but the yeah. fourth tight end usually doesn't garner too much um, wager uh, when maybe contest you're... selection here, even if it's two twenty, but four thousandth place. 4,000 place with yes, 220 yeah. points. That's play some different contests because that should have paid way more than 60 bucks. Uh, I'm assuming that was just a $20 entry for 60 bucks. So 3x value when you're scoring over 215. Even on yesterday, so like, you still should get rewarded better than that. Mm, great. I mean, great job, man. You made money. Can't dog that's, it. That's what we like to see. Um, let's go to Big Theo. Good friend. Good friend. Okay. Um, we appreciate him. He's got the humping monkey. So we always, always, always like that. Uh, I'm seeing a couple different lineups from him, or did we just send? I think we just sent this just one, just there. the Kyler Henry one. Mm-hmm. You see that one? Kyler Henry, David Johnson, Tyler Lockett, Terry McLaurin, Christian Kirk, Darren Fells, ooh, uh, Tyler, Todd Gurley, and the Washington football defense. Um, what do you like? What don't you like? Uh, well, I mean, his main stack was amazing. Kyler, mm-hmm. Kirk, and then Tyler Lockett on the other side. That was one of the best stacks of the of the slate and then McLaurin was a value play that we are he was in you know all of our core lineups i think from the stream he went off david johnson i don't love that but he you know he got you a pretty good pretty good uh, salary relief there and then he took a stand on a six percent owned derrick henry i kind of love that it was a bad matchup for him but if henry goes nuts here and, and no one plays him this is a really really good lineup Mm-hmm. Uh, again, contest selection. He scored 211 points, but he finished in 14,000th place. Pretty you much got it. Good job, dude. Great job. So, <laughs> thanks, man. Uh, Todd Gurley in the flex. Um, he's pretty low owned, too, 12%. Uh, Darren Fells in a zero burger. Nothing you could do there, but I don't like you really playing David Johnson and Darren Fells together without a Packer on the other side. Like if you could have got Devontae Adams in this lineup or something instead of prioritizing Derrick Henry, that would have been monstrous. But it's a pretty damn good build. Early with no one on the other side there. Was he a value player? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was only six thousand and okay. you could run all over Detroit. That second touchdown saved his ass. So if he doesn't go mm-hmm. in the touch, you know, accidentally score there, that's a problem. But yeah, what the hell kind of contest are we playing when we're finishing in fourteen thousandth place? And he's got the humping monkey as his icon. Told that's you, awesome. The humping monkey. <laughs> it's all about the humping <laughs> monkey. We appreciate that. Um, we but yeah, had... I, I love the main stack there, but mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, David Johnson, Darren Fells together is kind of in Gurley. I mean, Gurley worked out, but just kind of get one of the value guys in there, get mm-hmm. Jamal Williams or, or something like that in there, or get Devontae Adams on the other side of David Johnson would have been a lot more sense, but still a good day. I mean, you made money, man. Could be worse. Um, I think here we have is this Liberty Bell? Um, this uh, next one we got here, it looks like, yeah, I think that so. is the Stafford one. Nope. No, uh, no, no, no. no, that's Creed. Another Kyler one. Man, everyone's liking Kyler this week, huh? Good. He went nuts. Uh, Kyler Murray, Kareem Hunt, 226.5, 484th place. Stop playing the Millie Maker. Yeah, Listen to that? us. Stop I it. This, I don't think this was a Millie Maker, but it was some sort of very large field contest. This should have went absolutely nuts. Um, let's see here. Kyler Murray, Kareem Hunt, Jamal Williams, Devontae Adams. Great. Galladay, Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson, let's go. Um, but then he played Hunter Henry and Keenan Allen together. I don't love that as much, but Keenan Allen was a great play. He had a very good model rating. Um, but 
yeah, just I, I hate these double stacks. But Hunter Henry was kind of valuable, so he was only forty five hundred. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of understand that he went there. Galladay was a core play of mine, so that's probably on me. It sucked that he didn't do much, but shit, man, two hundred and twenty six points. You should be making at least a hundred dollars on this line at minimum, and probably way more. Um, but yeah, that. he gets anything out of Hunter Henry. He's going absolutely nuts on this slate. So great build. Uh, I just don't like Hunter Henry and Keenan Allen together without Herbert. But it worked out today. I just think if we keep building lineups like this, we're going to get burned. Um, but it worked out. So I don't mm-hmm. want to dog on anybody. I just, I don't, exactly. unless Hunter Henry was just for a value, like, but just for value, could have went down to 3,000 or something like that and played one of those tight ends. But mm-hmm. hell of a score, dude. You got to be proud of that. Could have been worse. Um, all right. And let's go to the last one. Just want to check this one over. Is that Creed? I think, unless there was supposed to be a question mark there. Um, we have Matt Stafford, Alvin Kamara, Antonio Gibson, Calvin Ridley, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones Jr., Hunter Henry, A.J. Green, and the Chargers defense. Didn't score too much, 145. A um, couple good plays. Some things just didn't work out. Talk to me a little bit about this one, Sticks. Looked like a lot like my lineups. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Gibson and I went hard on Detroit Atlanta. This was a really, really, really good build. He went Stafford, Galladay, Marvin Jones, Ridley on the other side. He was like, all right, I'm investing in Detroit Atlanta blowing up. So it, the game just didn't go that way. So I really like this build. I probably had to build the exact same way, but instead of AJ Green, I think I used DJ Moore on the other side of Kamara. But Antonio Gibson, 5% owned, man, that's awesome. Um, way to you know have faith in us there in that call. So that was great. It's just all you missed here was your game stack. You made a your main stack, Detroit Atlanta. Then you used Kamara because he was like the smash chalk that everybody played. So he didn't hurt you. He got you 23 points. And, and no running back went off. So it's not like you could fade Kamara and go to anything else because everybody played Kamara. Gibson, he got I love like I love this build so much because he went away from Giovanni Bernard and Jamal Williams. I would have preferred you played Jamal Williams in the flex here instead of a receiver. But AJ Green went, you know, he had a good day. I just always I'm I'm team flex at running back. That's just I like the guaranteed value. So Jamal Williams would have got you an extra six points. It wouldn't have mattered on this slate because 160 is not good on this slate. Chargers D and Henry. Um, I usually don't like to use pass catchers and their defense because if Henry has a pretty big game, it's likely because it was a shootout. This game was a shootout. Henry just got none of it. So, yeah, I, I probably had the same lineup, but instead of AJ Green in the flex, I used Jamal Williams. I guarantee you I had the same lineup somewhere. Just, yeah, Jamal instead of Green. So, nothing you could do about it, man. I, I rode that ship with you. I guess we're just we're done with Detroit until they show that they want to play up pace. I don't think they need to. But, yeah, um, it was good to see someone send an actual lineup that, you know, didn't do great because everything that everybody sent us in was scoring over 200. So, good for Wendaley for that. But, yeah, I would not be mad about this lineup as that Creed. It just just didn't work, you know? But I really love the theory behind your build. I love it. And that's the important part. Again, we're here to talk about the process. Uh, sometimes yep. we're going to get it right. Sometimes we're going to get it wrong. But as you've seen with here at the Wind Daily Sports team, we're very much here to help you be better at making money playing fantasy sports. How sweet is that? And at betting. We do a little bit of that too, so don't forget that we're on that side as well. So need the Rams tonight, boys. Need the Rams yes. minus six. Uh, the Rams minus six. Let's take it. Um, but 
it's been fun. I uh, really do enjoy the lineup reviews here at the end because, it's, again, it's it's one thing to ask questions, and it's another thing when 100 people are asking questions, and it makes it a little bit more difficult to really get in-depth. But if we can get a couple of these lineups every single week, some we like, some we don't, I think that's the more important one. You know, both, you can learn from both. It's really just understanding the process, what we're going through, and how we get to the answers. And uh, the goal of this show is to give you a recap. We also now have an article, a cash game article, on why we played who we played. So Adam is going to be doing that moving forward, which is kind of cool. Again, just trying to educate you, just trying to get you to understand a little bit more about NFL DFS, why we do what we do, and how sometimes we make it to the right answer and win six figures. And sometimes, you know, it's just not, just not our day. Had some good wins this so year. War of attrition. Yes. War of attrition. Do not blow your bankroll in one and one. Uh, I will always like to prep for like four down weeks in a row financially. And mm. then, you know, it probably should be more. I think I used to do like 10, but I, you well, know, thankfully have gotten relatively good at this. But good. Yeah. Down week for me. So I, I got to get back on to week eight. Let's get rolling. One more time. On to week eight. Let's get just right. the on week part yeah oh, i think we'll, we'll, we'll make that yeah we'll make that a standard moving forward um but you can follow him uh well him you can follow the king where where can we follow you sticks sticks picks s-t-i-x-p-i-c-k-s and uh yeah always dm me for help whatever you want to do i'm more than happy i know uh shout out to jeff s he had uh i don't know how to say his last name either way Jeff knows who, who I'm talking about. Uh, Jeff had a really solid week, made some money. Um, we both had a really, really good cash lineup for the early only slate because both he and I, I talk to Jeff pretty much every day about DFS. So I, I love his effort and how much of a better player he's gotten just in the few weeks I've been talking to him. And he gives me ideas too. Like it's not just me saying, hey, this is a good play. Like he, he knows what he's looking for. Um, but yeah, we had a cash lineup in the early only because we both wanted to avoid Seattle, Arizona. And now the Tampa Bay came in the slate. We didn't want to deal with all the afternoon volatility. We're like, all right, we're just going to build some cash lines for the early only invest heavy in that. We scored like 192 points. I think maybe my defense was different than his. I think I went Browns. He went Redskins or shit. Yeah. Uh, bleep that out. Canceled. Yeah. No, sorry, man. I'm leaving that in. No one can talk to you anymore. Yeah, I'm unemployed. Uh, <laughs> the Washington football team. And yeah, we scored like 190 something points and didn't cross the pay line in a cash game. I've never had 175 not winning a double up, let alone 190. Like, that's how bizarre this week was, even on the early only slate. It was weird. It was weird, but we have fun doing it. We're going to be back next week. Uh, make sure to look out. Styx has his GPP, his cash game, his ATY props model, his pet. Blah, 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 blah. Here we go. Prop locks. There we go. I'm not taking that out oh. either. If you get to keep in Redskins, I get to keep in my mouth. Uh, what my, the my, hell, dude? My you mouth said sounds. it, too. We're both fired. Oh, no, shit. Now we're both, you're right. Damn it. Maybe I will cut it out. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to cut it out. Um, Prop locks, cash, GPP. We obviously have the model that's coming out. Brian uh, is going to have his picks and pivots that's going to be coming out on Thursday. We're going to have a Thursday showdown. We have it all. Just be. I love football, Brian. Let's just get that out there. It's fun. It's cute. It's kind of, he's all excited again. Like, it's kind of nice. I enjoy it. Um, We're here to help you. Uh, I don't have any articles coming out because i'm not a good writer but i like talking to this thing so make sure to be on the lookout obviously for this show oh and give us five star review on the podcast that would be great we have the betting line show on wednesday with sia i do another show with mitchell uh talking about some of the top stacks and then obviously sticks has his sunday morning live stream 11 a.m east coast 10 a.m central coast for all you central coasters so appreciate the hell out of you sticks as he said at s-t-i-x-p-i-c-k-s you can find me at michael Brazil one make sure to follow us at wind daily sports i already said it windailysports.com backslash chat seven free days in the expert chat we can help you out we can help you out that's what we're here to do 
We appreciate you for six for the Wind Daily Sports family for myself. We hope you make it a very profitable week eight in the NFL. Yeah.